welcome to the Part-Time Wife Hello Podcast. Everyone. I'm Nicole. You're welcome to the Part-Time Wife Podcast. Welcome to the Part-Time Wife Podcast. I'm Nicole, your host. Hello. Hello. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the podcast. Cheers. Nicole, your host. And yet again, we are on part three of my interview with Darby. We ended up talking for almost three hours during this entire interview, so I decided to break it up into sections um, because I think that each part is very important and I think that really understanding her childhood how she was brought up to you know when she was in her 20s and early 30s and how her relationship with her current husband is um, and how it came about is just a beautiful time and you know kind of learning about the differences in her relationship with her husband and mine with my husband and how that has definitely changed and or affected our friendship in sometimes a positive light uh, is beautiful and I love how fun the conversation was and obviously we were a couple glasses of wine deep and so the conversation just kept going and I loved every minute of it. Um, We actually ended up hanging out until like 1 a.m. chatting and stuff especially once my sister got home we got to chat with her a little bit too. Uh, that's not part of the podcast, but it was very nice to um, be able to spend this time with my friend that I feel was much needed and very therapeutic for both of us. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoy and please welcome Darby. I think it did help that we were long distance for a little bit, yeah. but because I could just kind of like be alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we... So I would come and visit the same friend every year. So I would see him every year. Mm-hmm. Um, we were always in relationships. I had dated Ben for about five years. He had dated Jen. And then I came one year. I was, like, on the outs with Ben. I was very frustrated with him. I knew I didn't want to be with him. He had been broken up with Jen for about a year. Mm-hmm. I remember they had broken up right after I left, like, the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like really kind of like hit it off yeah and then he came to Virginia for um for Thanksgiving okay and he was like because he's also from Virginia from Virginia so he lives in Richmond I was still living in Norfolk and I um he called me and he was like hey like do you feel like driving to Richmond like do you want to get together I was like yeah sure so I like drove up to Richmond Mm -hmm. We had our first date at Avalon, which is this bar. So it was, like, right around the corner from where I used to live in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was my favorite bar. And he had never drank bourbon before. What? Uh-huh. That is weird to think. Yeah. Okay. So the, Well, I mean, the, I kind of see him as a beer guy. I yeah. don't know why. But now he loves bourbon, right? Yeah. But like, I love that. At the time, I had, I had been working at Empire, that place that I bartended for a long time. They were big... A big whiskey mm-hmm. place, like a well, uh, yeah. We we drink whiskey. We didn't drink bourbon that night, so it's brown liquor. It's all the same to me. Yeah, <laughs> we, you know, we we had a really good like scotch like whiskey selection, and um, he I ordered us like a Balvenie Double Wood, and he like almost threw up when he drank it. I it was hilarious. Which like I can I can't imagine like him doing now. Yeah, but um, I love that he was willing to be like, sure, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And he had apparently gotten us a hotel room. Oh. For two nights. He was staying with his family, but he was like, okay, I'm going to go meet this person and... We'll see what happens. Yeah, like, that was it. And um, we did long distance for a year. Um, we we really, like, honestly, because ac- actually after that, he was very much like... Because I had, like, just broken up with Ben. Mm-hmm. Which is hard. He had been single for a year. And I was like, I'm really, really worried about if we, like, rush into this. I was like, I've literally just, like, Mm -hmm. been in these back-to-back relationships. Like, I just got out of a five-year one. I haven't had a chance to, like, breathe. Which is huge for you to recognize. Yeah. And he was so cool about it. He was literally like, that's fine. He's like, you can hang out with other people. Like, you'll figure it out. 
you know, let's just like that's such a Ryan thing to say. So very God, yeah. Why are you so cool? I know he was so confident. It was crazy. And listen, he know. He knows. He knows what he has, and he knows what he's gonna get. He did, and I. I would go on dates. I would literally like text him most of the time. Like you're like, call me and tell me there's an emergency. And these are great. I mean, the dudes were great people. Like I had a really good time, and it was very like very freeing because like I knew, you know. I just like you had knew this you weird had your person, freedom. yeah. Like I feel like Here. I had my person, but he was also like, "You're you, you can need make this. your own decision." Yeah, and I would ultimately like either text him while I was on the date, or text him when I got home, or call him, or whatever. And then we hung out again in December, and then we started to visit each other every month. Okay, and we would split tickets, and he would either come to me or I would go there. Yeah. And then I decided. And there is here in Florida, and, by the and, way. Yeah, and um, it turns so fun fact. It turns out that he actually um, we graduated from the same college, but I never knew him when he lived in Norfolk. That is so crazy. He was roommates with so the people that I went to visit, which is how I met him. Mm-hmm. I was friends with them, and I worked with with Jonathan at O'Sullivan's. You work with Jonathan. Yeah, so I I met Jonathan first, and then I met Monica, and and then and Jonathan and I always really got along. He was a chef, or yeah. he was like a cook, or what? I mean, we were babies then. And he's still I was he's at like twenty Pia's. years old. Yeah, he's the head chef. Of Pia's. He is the best at Pia's, by yeah, the way. He's so if good. you're in St. Pete yeah. and you can go to Pia's, fucking go there. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Plug. They don't sponsor us. Yeah, they, they could. Come home. This is unsolicited. Yeah. Listen, I will always. I tell everyone. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. So, Jonathan and I, like, I had actually gone to Jonathan's house at some point, which is, like, he actually lived with Ryan at the time. So, when I was working with Jonathan, he was living with Ryan, and I never met Ryan. What? Yeah. And I... Like, Jonathan and I had a lot of other mutual friends. I had become friends with his girlfriend, Monica, which, who was the person that I would come visit. Yeah. And I had always heard about him, too. And so mm-hmm. by the time we met each other, when you I knew of each visit, other, we knew of each other. Yeah. And so it was, like, a buildup yeah. anyway. And then Monica was always very, like, In your ear, you're like, hi. Yeah. So. Um, Let's hang out with this person. So, yeah. And, I, you know, I knew he... He really was very sweet about everything because he was like, you know, I'll try to look for jobs in Norfolk, like, because we were like, you know, we're going to have to figure this out. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay. I'm ready to leave Norfolk. I've been here for 30 years. Yeah. So you were ready. And like, at that time, what were you doing career-wise? So I had probably my favorite job ever. Oh. For the YWCA. Southampton Road. Shout out. Y-dubs. The best. It's the best organization. Like, I it was, I, I did development for them. We had amazing sexual assault outreach services. Our motto or our mission was eliminating racism, empowering women. We did remarkable things every day. Every person I worked with was just, like, an incredible individual. And I loved it so much. That's and so moving. I was still, like, able because I was, you know, I knew a lot of restaurant owners I was still able to like pick up shifts and like bartend here and yeah. there and I was really thriving I was teaching yoga yeah I was doing really 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 well and then but I was also ready to go because it was very oversaturated I had a really wonderful amazing group of girlfriends um I probably didn't realize how content and happy I was until I left yeah and I moved to Florida I moved to St. Pete and Luckily, my husband was prepared for me to be very depressed. Thank and God. I didn't expect it. And I had a entire, like, identity crisis. Yeah. I felt like I was, like, this loser who, like, only got any opportunities because I lived in my hometown. I, like... But at the same time, like, most industries, no matter what it is, it's who you know. Yeah. Right. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you – I literally got my first nursing job because we did clinicals there. Sure, yeah. 
and they liked me. I don't right. know why, but they right. did. Right. I'm back there I know now. Why. Yeah. I, I'm back there now, and they love me. Yes, of course. They but do. yes, like I mean, I can, I can only imagine. I want to imagine it. I want to do it, but then I'm like, I'm too scared. Yeah. But so you moved here. Mm-hmm. Identity crisis happened. What got you out of it? I mean, I don't even know that I fully recovered, to be honest. To this day? hmm Yeah. Um, because you changed. What did you do when you first got here? So it was a recession still. So it was 2011. Oh, my God. And Jesus. it was, I actually ended up, I got a job with the YWCA here. Well, I, I tried to. So I had interviewed with this woman mm-hmm. because my CEO of the mm-hmm. YW Southampton Roads connected me with her Mm -hmm. um but she was like she was awful and she like dragged me like she just kind of like what's the word she kind of like like i know what you're trying to say she like put you through all these hoops yeah but didn't but like wasn't like wait she was like waiting to hire me basically what happened was there was a lot of like miss like financial mismanagement at this particular location and so they hired her to fix everything she literally fired everyone and then outsourced they hired her to save them money because i think they were like bleeding like fifty thousand dollars in debt or something and so they hired her to fix it and she just fired everyone got rid of all these top tier salaries Mm -hmm. and then outsourced Um, and just kept like the daycare open, outsourced a accountant and a human resources person. And then she had an executive assistant and that's it. And so she hired me because I think she wanted me to help do outreach, but she like, didn't really have like a vision for what she wanted to do. And I think she didn't want to spend the money. So she like hired me to help her executive assistant and to help the HR person. So you're like an assistant to assistant? It was like so weird. And this is like a struggle that I've had my whole professional career is just like not knowing my worth and just like taking what's given to me Mm -hmm. instead of like being like, this is bullshit and this isn't like a real thing. I I just felt like we're also like fed this bullshit. Like you just like start low and then like make your way up. And I felt like that's kind of what I was doing with her. Yeah. And she was, like, introducing me to the board members, and I was, like, going with her to these events and all of this stuff. But, like, I really found out that she, like, didn't give a shit. And she was, like, having me do, like, payroll and human resource stuff that, like, I wasn't trained to do at all for, like, the entire daycare. And I was, like, I don't know. How, nobody's trained me how to do this. And, like, yeah, she just, like, acted like I was, like, causing problems. She was just, like, sketchy as shit. And... She ended up, she doesn't work there anymore. Like, you never hear about the YWCA here. Honestly, when you said it in Virginia, when you said that you did it in Virginia, I yeah. was like, oh, my God, I wonder if we could have that here. Yeah. I've well, we n- have one. never heard of it. It's only a daycare. And, like, back home, we had the daycare. We had racial justice initiatives. We had, um, we had huge we had galas every year we had purse auctions is this something that could actually happen though yeah we i mean yeah if you had a ceo that wanted to do it every yw can kind of make it what it what it is but she was just she just sucked so that was heartbreaking interesting and it really was upsetting so i quit i quit on my birthday weekend i was like as you should i was like bye yeah and um then i ended up working for the accountant that she had outsourced. Yeah. And then, but he lived in Tampa, or he, his office was in Tampa, and he was terrible. The office was terrible. He was an erratic, like, it's nightmare. It's Tampa. What do you expect? Yeah. And it was not fun. And then I started teaching a yoga class at this yoga studio, at the, this chiropractor studio. Oh, I remember that. Which is Dr. Rubens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I worked for him. Because I was like, dude, do you have a position? Because I hate my job right now. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I need, like, a patient care coordinator. I was like, cool. And he had this super sketchy, like, manager, practice manager. She was awful. And then we caught her doing some shady shit. She quit. Why are people doing shady stuff? I know. It's just crazy. So 
he was the one that told me to go to nursing school and he um and I was like oh okay you know like it was no big deal yeah that's when I met you and that's when you met me the crazy person taking all the notes on the computer yes well, and, and it's I was interesting. Like, I can't hear and I can't type that fast. So yeah. Well, it was interesting when you were talking about the way that you study and like that you're a good test taker because obviously, I think you were a year ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Or I think I was like a quarter. You were a quarter ahead of yeah. me, but you ended up splitting classes like I did mm-hmm. because I was like, no, I'm going to be smart about it. I'm not going to take farm and this other class. Like, they're. They're, they were not purposely trying to fail people, but in my mind, I was like, they're trying to make you not succeed. Yeah. I was like, I'm not down for that. Um, and so we ended up even in out where we were in classes together and like taking a lot together. And then, you know, I feel like you approached me, even though I'm not really approachable. No, you, you definitely, like, we... we you looked a, really cool. And I was like, who are you? You were like, yeah. I was like, Hi. No, that's, like, a very Nicole thing. Like, you were very, like, you seem cool. We're going to be friends. Yeah, I was like, I like like you. Let's study together. Fuck these other people. I hope they all fail. They didn't, most of them. Yeah, they did fine. They did fine. Not all of them. Yeah, Um, it was terrible. The ones that needed to make it made it. Yeah. Some made it, but probably should never be a nurse. Um, But I remember studying with you and stuff. And, like, again, like this podcast that is now going on almost two hours, (laughs) we would study a little bit, talk. Mm-hmm. And then be like, we have to study. Yeah. But for me, it helped me study because I'm better at being like, well, let me talk to you about these things. Let me quiz you. Yeah. Because if I quiz you, then I learn it better because I have more of a photographic memory. Yeah. So I can remember where it is on the page. And that's why I type everything because right. I can remember by typing. And so I would just literally everyone would be like, can you send that to me? I'm like, yes, because yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Like I'm right. doing it either way for myself. So I'll just send it to you guys. And. I just remember that of you being like, yeah, send that to me. Send that to me, please. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I of course. It. Let's yeah. do it. And then, like, for all of our clinical, not our clinicals, but where we had to do, like, on the mannequins and, like, mm-hmm. treat them, I would mm-hmm. type out a script and stuff of, like, mm-hmm. what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I would memorize that script. Yeah. And, like, I would just send it to other people. I'm like, here you go. Yeah, I it was passed. great. It Two was seconds. so helpful. Yeah. yeah. Listen. Sometimes people, and that's the thing is, like, a lot of people that I met for nursing school are a lot smarter than me in the scheme of things, in my opinion, Hmm. bedside. Okay. They catch things a lot quicker than me. I'm book smart. Yeah. And if I, like, look at the numbers and I can see things, I'm better that way. Yeah. But, like, if a patient presents to me, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Give me your numbers. Because yeah. I had a friend that was like, well, my blood pressure is this, and, but my heart rate. And I was like, what med are you on? I don't know what you're doing. Like, I need, like, a list. I need I need to see the numbers. Sure, yeah. To really dive deep into things. For sure. And yeah. that's why quality management works for me and mm-hmm. why nursing informatics works for me. I like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm glad he pushed you to go into nursing school because I would have never met you. You would have never been a bridesmaid in my wedding. I know. We wouldn't be sitting here today. You I mean, we might married have. us. Oh, my God. That's right. I married you. I know. So that's drunk. the best part. Glad I stamped it the right way. You memorized our wedding. I did. Uh, so, mm-hmm. taking some steps back, when did you realize that Ryan was your person? I... Do you no, have a moment? That sounds weird. I don't think that I had a moment. I think that, I think that like subconsciously, like when we were kind of friends, I guess I feel like once we connected, like really introduced each other and like knew that it was a possibility for us to like be romantically together, we both kind of knew that it was going to be like a forever thing. Forever. And I think that's yeah. why he felt even though we both played it cool. Yeah, and yeah. maybe that's why he was like, "No, do you, girl? Like yeah. I'm still going to be here because he knew." Yeah. Oh god, I love that. You guys Ryan's such a romantic and I love he it really so is. much. He's very romantic. Um cuz I remember when we met, you guys were together, living mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. but you, because we live, still live, like, down the street from each other, yeah. um, but you guys weren't engaged yet. Mm-hmm. I remember you were like, yeah, we've been together for a million years, and we're still not married or yeah. engaged, and I was like, what? 
Well, and it's weird. I mean, we were together for five years before he proposed, and it was, it wasn't necessarily because I've never been a person that was like, I want to get married. True, and, like, true, I true. Was, like, Especially was, with your experiences. It was, it was more that, I mean, I knew I never wanted to marry anyone before him. Yeah. And so I guess it just got to a point where I was like, okay, it's been five years, I'm 35. If we want to. If, if marriage is something that's scary to him or to you, like say I'm talking to him, like yeah. to you, then you need to, to tell me. Like you need to figure this out so that I can figure something yeah. else out. But that's also something that I, I feel like I do. Like I was ready to be like, well, I'm going to have to start a new life. Like if he's not sure. But that's also like, again, like a trauma response that I've had because our lives would change so I was going to say that. All the time. And I would also, I would always have these, like, weird mental escape routes, even though I had never felt the way that I had felt with my husband before, or, you know, when when he was my boyfriend. Yeah. I knew that that's what it was, but my bad experiences had just convinced me, well, you need to figure out a plan. You need to know what you're going to do when this this ends. It's going to happen, right? So my question is, like, at the moment before you guys got engaged and you were like, well, you know, is this person going to be someone that wants to get married or whatever? Was Did it never occur to you just to be with a person and not have to get married? I'm just wondering. Because um, I feel like you guys, don't take this the wrong way, I feel like you guys have that vibe of like the Kurt Russell, Goldie right, Hawn situation. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you guys could easily do it. Yeah. But I didn't know if it was something. I feel like it seems very important to him to be married because yes. of his upbringing. Yeah. And I love that about him, but I wasn't sure about you. Yeah. I mean, I had never been a person that necessarily, like, I never, like, dreamed about my wedding. Mm-hmm. I didn't have those kinds of thoughts. You know, Jackie's the same way. She really? never thought about a wedding. Never wanted to get married. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That surprises me. Mm-hmm. Um. You should tune in to her episode. Oh, yeah. I know. I can't wait to, to listen to everybody's. Um, but, yeah. I But then, you know, once I was, like, you know, he was the first person I felt, like, jealous of. Like, I, he was the first person that I was, like, if something happens to you, I will not be okay. Oh, I know. You're was, like, fucking packed you have. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like everyone else, I was, like. If you're not in my life, I'm going to be sad, but, like, I'll be okay. You're like, I'll make it. But if something happens. So I think for me, I had never thought about it before, but once I was in it with him Mm -hmm. and I knew that this is someone that I wanted to be with, I was like, I know what marriage means. Marriage means work. Yeah. And it is a commitment. And people try to minimize it by saying it's a piece of paper and that's not true. They do. It, it is, is work. It's, it's a, it, in it is a contract in a way, but it's mm-hmm. a contract. It's a relationship contract to where, you were, you were promising to like do the work. Yeah. And to get through some shit that like if you weren't married, you would walk away from, and, it, it really is fully committing yourself to someone. It really and I understood that that was something that I was taking very seriously and that if he wasn't ready for that kind of seriousness, then I needed to to do something else, which is silly because I know that he felt the same way the entire time. He's, of course. He just has to fucking play it cool. Well, of course he does. That's why I was like, yeah, you do you, boo. You like, you're fine. We can be long distance. And if you want to date other people. Yeah. He was like, no, let's get married tomorrow. Right. And that's. But, but to that's, be fair, like I had to be I was fair. still working to be fair. I was still working as a, a tech, so we were oh, both. Oh, that's broke. right. That's like, true. So he was he was trying to hold out for like probably so us you to have some money. So you guys could have the wedding that you want, so that we could like yeah do something. I fun. totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm. Um. Okay. Perfect. So. You knew early on. Okay. So speaking of your wedding, though. What was your favorite part? Obviously, Marin, Ryan, and me mm-hmm. officiating it technically yeah, with a stamp. Um, but what was your favorite moment? I know. Um, tricky. Can't say Ryan. 
I really loved I really loved our exchange of vowels. I wish that we were supposed to have a microphone. Yeah, I heard nothing. Because nobody can hear anything. But um, But I also kind of love that. Yeah. Yeah, but they were You really, can repeat them to me they right were now. They're really clever. I don't remember them at all. But they were we wrote them and they were really cute. And Aww. it was like very um uh, I don't know. It was really fun and it was very lighthearted and you know, like my friend Henley did like a super fun, like old old poem and his uncle did a reading and just like that whole thing and like when we walked down the aisle Mm -hmm. like coming in right so like when he walked down the aisle and all the bridesmaids came like you know the whole wedding party I just love our friends like they weren't like solemn and sitting there they were clapping I cried when you walked down the aisle (laughs) really Yes, you I don't cry at my that. own wedding, but I cried. At, I was like, yeah. "God, looks so beautiful." I Look love at her. It. I love it, and I, you know, and I didn't. I actually like, you know, that's that really says a lot because I, I didn't like my dress. I oh my god, you looked pretty at my beautiful. wedding. Beautiful, and it was it was fine. I liked everything, but like it was just like the whole bust part. We've talked about this. Like, yeah, I, but I didn't care. No, because it doesn't matter. You could be in a trash bag, and you're like, "This is great." We're gonna be. I was like, "I'm gonna marry this man, and we're gonna have a great time." I was. I was just really. I was surprised that I was so contented and so just like pumped about it. Like I wasn't wound up. You know, I mean, like you were the same way. You were just like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Let's let's do this." Yeah, we were just like having a good time, and we're like, "Yeah, let's roll." You know, like, and that's. That's when it's some real shit, you know what I mean? Well, like, and that's the thing is, like, I, I just love, I just loved y'all's wedding. I, I mean, I didn't picture you personally having a beach wedding, but yeah, it was. I definitely did not want to have a beach wedding, but it was. But I can picture him things. having one. Yeah, we just it it just worked that way. I would have gotten married at a museum or in like the forest. Like that's what yeah. I would have done. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> but your next wedding with Ryan. Yeah. Bow renewal. Yeah. I'll stamp something again. I know. I do want, I want to, I just want an aesthetic do-over. Like, I have Same. the best time. Like, our group of friends are so remarkable. Can I be a bridesmaid this time? Amazing, of course. And like, I wasn't one of the 17. <laughs> well, we, we didn't know we, each other No, I know. We just started. Yeah. We just started. We just started our romance. I already had, ha- we did. It was, it, it was, was beautiful. It was new. Burgeoning. Daisy. So, yeah, I, I, it really was perfect in, like, the energy and in, like, mm-hmm. our connection with our friends and family. I think so. And, you know, that that was the best. I loved I your wedding. differently. And, like, if we had some more money. Oh, my God. But, I like, I don't – but that's more of, like, from a party planning perspective. Yeah, 100%. Like, I just, like I, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Just for, like, that part of it. I kind of understand how you feel. Like, I wish that my money, I wish what I would have done was let's go to the courthouse. Yeah. Then yes. let's throw a party. Yeah. And literally leave on vacation. Yeah. Like, I would have rather done all of that and saved the money that I spent on the ceremony because, in reality, I don't remember anybody that was there. Yeah. Like, my – Aaron. You know Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron was like, yeah – Yeah, god damn, I'm so yeah. bad with names. Also, I haven't heard from her. I talk to Erin sometimes She's still. She's working at St. Anthony's now. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I'm happy for her. I mean, I really liked her, but Erin was like, yeah, Jessica made me late. So we were literally standing off waiting because you were walking down the aisle as we got there. Oh, god. And I was like, terrible. honestly, don't take this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Didn't see anybody. Mm-hmm. Not one fucking person but mm-hmm. Dylan. I'm just happy to make it down the fucking aisle and get married to him. And she was like, I know. I felt so bad. I was like, you're good, girl. You dance with me all night. That's all that matters. Right? And that's the thing is I was like, I'm good. I wish that it was just a party and or just a vacation. Like, I wish I would have been like, hey, guys, we're just going to go here and rent this giant vacation home and just party, just the friends, because that's really all that mattered. And I also wish, like, about four of the people in the bridal party were gone. Right. Just four. Yeah, just a nice like four. Restructured that a little bit. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, so what are some challenges that you guys have faced throughout the years of being together and or 
during your marriage that you want to talk about because he also goes away sometimes for yeah. his job. Yeah. Well, you know, by comparison, like, he's only gone twice a year for two weeks. Yeah, but it's still. So it's nothing. It's still something but, for someone that's not used to being away. Right. I feel like you, right. you're, you're better with people. I'm like, you're better with people being around you. <laughs> You like your partner to be with you. Whereas it's not that yes I don't. And no. Yes and no. Okay. I actually really like my alone time. Okay. My only thing is I like to know that he's okay. Oh, and yeah, I get that. on the boat, he can't communicate with me because it's a state that's oh. like, they, they don't, they can't afford Wi-Fi. So they can't. Oh, my God. On like a big research vessel yep. like that. They just don't have the budget for it. That's how it was when Dylan went to the Gulf. So, it was right. emails every, like, two weeks, if that. So how stressful is that, right? Yeah. And, like, for that extended period of time, like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And literally, I can't like, imagine. his coworkers are really sweet, and they'll, like, send me, like, the sat maps and stuff, and be like, this is where they are. They're doing really well. Oh, like, good. Yeah, so they, they started to – they would always, like, let me know and everything, but – that's my only thing. Like, I'm my, we are always really okay, like, being away from each other. And we both really like our alone time, but we just need to know that the other one's okay. Yeah. You know? Clearly, um, I'm just like, he'll let me know. But I, but I think. I can also track his ship, though. I think because I'm crazy. Because you know you can communicate with him. True. Granted, there are times that I can't, and I won't know until I can't get a message. I don't know where he's going to be, right? Nope. Yeah. 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 Like, I remember last year he went to Norway. Yeah. I was like, he's in the land of his people. The land of his people. Remember that picture he sent? Yes. He literally was. literally a giant in the forest. Yes. And he was like, yeah, we went up this hill. And I was like, that's a fucking mountain to normal people. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I remember waking up to a Snapchat of, Oh, look at the Spanish sunrise. I had no idea. They went to Spain. Spain. Yeah. Like, I don't know sometimes. And, like, he couldn't talk to me during those times. And I was like. That would stress me out so hard. Yeah. And me, I'm just like, whatever. Life insurance, I guess. I'm just kidding. That's so fucked up. Don't you think it, like, bothers you on, like, a. Oh, well, no, it definitely does. It's like a coping mechanism for you to be like, whatever. Oh, it's a. Humor I use to cope with a lot of shit that I deal with. All of my trauma. Yeah. Including my marriage. (laughs) Cheers, you know. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers. You gotta. gotta do, we gotta do. Boo. You do. That's what makes you funny and interesting. True. I will say I have, in the last year, gotten a lot better with opening up to the people closest to me to let them know that I'm struggling. Yes. Because I think I am used to just silently struggle and be the strong one in the group. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's something that I've talked about with all of you guys, um, you ladies, and I am struggling still. I'm a lot better now because of the conversations that we, me and Dylan had last October, but yeah, it's definitely hard. It's hard not knowing where he is. It's hard. It stresses me out when he's like, yeah, the boat was really rocky. It's really stormy. I'm like, how stormy? Cause like, I'm going to need to know because yeah. Like, the things that he says when he comes home, he's like, yeah, the waves were such and such feet. And, like, I'm like, how tall is Something that? I need to worry I about. was like, how yeah. tall is that? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, because he had, he took the boat from Hawaii to Alaska and Alaska back to Hawaii the last time that he was gone. But they had to time it just right because there's two storms. And he was like, we're leaving now. Like, I, we don't have a choice. Like, we have to leave to be able to beat the storm and get crew change. And I was like. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I was like, as someone that has no idea what that means, right. it's terrifying. Which like really break it down for me. And like, and for you, like, you're not able to communicate with your partner that's out doing God knows who what. Who, what? <laughs> God knows what. Who what? Who what? Who or what? Who or what? In wherever. Because yeah. it's also terrifying because what if it's storming? What if something happens? Yeah. What if he gets attacked by an animal that we don't know that exists and he finds it? Well, <laughs> right? they always have the same sites. Oh, whatever. But the it's Gulf not, is scary. You don't know what's right. down there. My main thing with his ship is that it's it's a research vessel and there's a lot of like young 
people on crew, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's, like, more inexperienced people. Oh, I don't like that. And so that is the really the, mo- the main thing that makes mm-hmm. me nervous. He's, yeah. Most of the people that he works with, they've been doing this a long time. He has an awesome captain that he works with. Like, he's, like, one of my favorite dudes. Like, we've hung out with them. Like, I trust them. Yeah. You know? Um, that's the main thing. I But I know where he is. In, in the scheme of things, yeah. Yeah, geographically. Yeah. The fact that you don't know where Dylan is is, like, yeah. not, there's a and lot it's of not, shit going on. Well, and that's like, the thing is, like, his boat really is a yeah. top-secret clearance to yeah. be on. He can't tell me where the boat might be. Yeah. He's in Guam right now. He's allowed to tell me that. Yeah, that's okay. That's, yeah. In case anyone was wondering. <laughs> release that information. By the time yeah. you're hearing this, the boat is not there. Yeah. So yeah. we have no idea. Like, he can't tell me things until it's literally some, like, his mom, love his mother, but she's the type of person that's like, oh, where are you guys going? What is this? What is this about the she boat? Know, and he yeah. was like, you can Google it. If it's on Google and you can find it on the internet, it's fine for you to know. I can't tell you anything. Otherwise, yeah. And so, like, he doesn't tell me shit until he's allowed to tell me, which I'm like, I'm your wife. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I also don't want to know. Like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. But he did just renew for his clearance, which he has... No, actually, that's a lie. The boat is secret clearance. He has top secret clearance. Because mm-hmm. he's a, he's actually probably a spy, and he's not telling me, and I'm okay with it. It's kind of sexual. <laughs> um, but, like, and the thing is, like, for this ship that he's on, he had to go through small arms training. Yeah. And, like, rifle training. That's so cool. Did and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah, they, like, told me that I, like, ranked, like, in the SEAL training. Like, nice. because he's always been shooting guns, so he knows how to shoot guns right. and whatever. And, like, he was like, yeah, they said I did really well. And I was like, I bet you did. Tell me more about like, it. Tell me more. Tell me more. Slowly. What were you wearing? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> cargo pants. And I'm like, that's not yeah. sexual. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> move along. Um, Are you in a James Bond suit? That's James Bond really suit? I'm down. What? Let's talk about this. Yeah. You got guns hidden? Yeah. Um, so, and that's another thing that I worry about because I'm like, well, why mm-hmm. do you have this training? I mean, I know why because the boat is used with the military. So you can fight pirates or, yeah, yeah. Or like whatever. Whatever seat might take over the ship. Right. Because it technically doesn't look like a government ship because yeah. it's not. I right. mean, it's just it's leased out to the government for training purposes. Yeah. What that training purpose is, I don't know. I don't think we're allowed to know. Or maybe yeah. he's told me and I was too drunk and I don't remember. That's probably good. That's probably what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is that ever a challenge for you though with him being gone minus like not knowing where he is? It gives you your alone time. Do you get a lot of relief from having that alone time? It, yeah, I do. I feel do you think he does? Uh, I I think so, and I mean he's he's funny. I think he more he might struggle with it a little bit more than I do because he comes from a big family that are very affectionate, mm-hmm. and I can kind of regenerate on my own better just like being an only Same. child. Yeah. So he gets very like you know the whole joke is like, and I've told you this before, like his snuggle cord is very low. Yes. So, like, I bet he's also, like... Which is adorable. Right. But whenever we travel together, we're, we're always very busy. Yeah. And that's usually, like, when it happens. And then we, like, don't get a chance to connect. And then, like, we kind of realize that we, like, haven't done that. And But... Oh, my God. Maybe that's what happens to me. I, I honestly think that, like, it's a really subconscious thing that you don't realize. Like, for us, like, we, you know realize that we haven't had sex in a week and we've been like grumpy with each other and super distant and like as soon as we have sex then we're like oh my god that's like what it you're was. like hey i kind of like you again yeah like and then and and mm-hmm. but you just you don't think about it and you know when you've been together for a long time you just like don't really make the time yeah but then you really just you have to just be like you know we just need to be close and then, yeah and that is something that because me and Dylan are in therapy together. Um, and it's actually something our therapist said. He was like, you guys are too young to not be dating each other. You guys yeah. are too young to not be cuddling and not having sex as much and blow. I was like, granted, our situation is very different because he's gone. So we literally have to like try. <laughs> How do you cram three months of sex in a month? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I work a full-time job. Right. So it's like trying to find those right times to be affectionate in other ways. 
that is a struggle for me personally. And I think for him, because I haven't asked for it in the past, and my hormones, now that I haven't been on birth control since February, are ever-changing. And I've realized, and I've told him this, I was like, I need more affection. That's not just sexual, but that is loving. Like, I need your touch. I need you to be near me. I need that more so now and I don't think I ever realized that until now and um it's definitely something we're working on but god damn I just want to be hugged seriously I mean and honestly your hugs are amazing and that's why I'm like you were like I'm not so when Darby got here earlier my dogs are crazy and they were like jumping all over her so we did like a baby hug but I had to like get the dogs off of us and she was like I was like, we have to go in the kitchen. We have to shut the gate because the dogs are not allowed in the gate. And we have to do a real hug. I need yeah. a real hug right now. I hug my friend like, yes. for a long time. For a long time. Me, Thank you. Because we haven't seen each other since we went to the movies when Dylan left. No. But, well, that doesn't still, count. It doesn't yeah. fucking count. Right. Yeah. But, like, me and you. It yeah, was that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Girl, we got to work on it. We're going to be better about it. We do. Everyone does, though. For sure. I think that for you, for you and Dylan, it's also hard because, like, you literally have, like, when he comes in town, it's like the sleeping romance, right? So you guys are, like, hanging out, like, let's go on a date, mm-hmm. let's do all these things, let's do all the fun stuff, yeah. like, enjoy ourselves, like, and, but then there's also the real life part. So you yeah. still have to go to work, and then you still, and then... And then those two things are kind of conflicting and clashing. Yeah. And then he's gone again. And then it's like, so it's like these highs. It's literally like these highs and lows. It's a roller coaster. It's like really hard to find a homeostasis. Especially with something like that. Especially with the most recent schedule of like the last two years he's been home eight months. Yeah. Out of 24. Which is crazy to think about. But like that's literally what it's been. Well, it puts it in perspective. It really does. And so like even time is a little bit easier to manage because then you're not putting all of your travel in those months for like family stuff and like things that we want to do together and like all of that stuff of like trying to get our trips into Maine, trying to get our trips in with the family, the friends, like all of that stuff. Like obviously I do the majority of my trips when he's away with – my friends and stuff with the girls but like having to cram our life into one month is very hard um especially like like you were saying like it's very high and low because during the time that he's home like he has shit he has to take care of for me that I can't do myself that I know he can I have to work a full-time job he still has to see his friends on top of trying to make our marriage a priority. Right. So it's like we're kind of in the muddy waters right now. Yeah. And we're trying to figure that out of how to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're getting there. Yeah. Definitely getting there. And I think we're working a lot better together communication-wise. Um, but, you know, it's – fucking challenge yeah and it's definitely something that um is hard and like that's I mean I can empathize with the fact that you have a partner that goes away you don't necessarily get to speak to them or you don't get to speak to them at all for two weeks thankfully I do get to speak to Dylan kind of on a regular basis Unfortunately, when he's in different time zones, that's when it gets very challenging. Um, Like, him being in Guam right now, like, he's normally up, well, now with this hitch, he kind of wakes up at about 3 p.m. our time, but I'm still at work. I'm still doing my stuff. Then I'm getting everything done once I get home, and I'm in bed by (laughs) 8. So I'm like, night. So we talk for probably about two hours total. Yeah, so you're not really It's not like a real communication um, I don't know if he even has Wi-Fi for us to FaceTime, but in regards to y'all's relationship, what what do you guys do when he comes back? Do you do a date night? Do you do... So, usually, so it's funny, um, and I know, is Lauren coming tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, she's going to have some good stories, I'm sure. Um, but when he first left, the first time he left, when I first was here... She was like, I had a really hard time. I was very, like, nervous and sad and mm-hmm. 
you know, I didn't have any, like, friends who were really, I mean, I had Lauren, of course, like, she's always really been there, and, like, Leah and everybody, but we weren't really that close at the time, and yeah. we didn't know how to reach out to them, yeah. or whatever, and, um, I remember texting her and saying, um, does it, does it get better? Because this really sucks. Yeah. And I, and again, it was mostly because if I even had gotten emails, I think I would have been fine. Agreed. But like this like weird, because I'm just like an anxious like person, like just like my wheels were turning of like, you know, and one of his What's happening? even like took me out to dinner, like, and Aww. she was so cool. She was like, okay, listen, if anything happens, like these are the safety protocols, like she basically like made me feel better and I was like thank you you know and Lauren was like it's it does get better mm-hmm. it'll get easier the more he goes and when he comes back that's the best part one of the dogs was dreaming sorry if you hear that I know I was like I yeah it's Daisy she's dreaming it's so hard it's so cute sorry it's so light like, it is I know but um so yeah she said but when they come back the best because like you've been gone for a long time it kind of gives you that time to miss someone which i don't think a lot of relationships have well the first time you came back you were like i hate you i'm just kidding what happened was so when ryan is pi when he's like pi he has a principal investigator okay they're the ones that are like running the trip in charge yeah so boss man sometimes he is sometimes Usually with CMAP, it's like his trip or whatever. Okay. So he's PI. So he feels very responsible. And he everyone. is a marine biologist? A fisheries biologist, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure because we did not say that you didn't once. say that. You're no, right. but he'll be yeah. on the podcast, don't worry, whenever he responds to my text message. <laughs> he told me, he said, Nicole asked me, and I think it was like when he was like getting ready to leave. For yeah, yeah, it was. To go out of town. And I think he's like, this whole idea probably really freaks him out. Does but it? Yeah, of course. But maybe you'll wear him down. Oh, I fucking will. Yeah. You know how many times I've messaged Matt so far? Yeah. <laughs> I just started with Ryan. Oh, nice. Okay. I gave Ryan a break, so I was like, let me get Matt on first, because then if I get Matt on, I can be like, well, Matt came Matt on. Matt did it. Yeah. Rob came on. I mean, yeah. you're the next. Yeah. You're going to be the really best. Probably I think you would like it. Yeah, I think so. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, so he was a PI. It's funny because... Lauren was like, because I think her and John have a tradition of like they're very big on date night too. I love probably one of the reasons that their marriage is so successful Mm -hmm. is because they always make time to make date nights. It's very important, even after two kids and all that stuff. And luckily, you know, her mom, Cat Cat, is like very supportive of that. She's the best. So they always like had their tradition. And I think John was, like, probably just really eager to get home and, you know, go see his boo. Ryan is, like, feels very responsible for the crew, right? So, like, I meet them when they pull in the dock. This is the first time, first year. First year that I'm here. First year. So this is your first experience of what's going to happen almost every time. Our first year together, yeah. I, I pull up to the dock. Like, he's, like, unloading stuff. And... You know, he, like, says hi, like, gives me a kiss, but it's very rushed, and it's really, like... He's busy. He's busy. He's also very high-key, because he, like, missed me, but he's, like, not a big mm-hmm. PDA person, so he's trying to, like, temper his emotions. He's, like... He not? He's not a big P. He's not a PDA person. He's very affectionate, like, otherwise. Yeah. But, which, I respect that. I kind of... I do, too. Sometimes when I'm, like... You can be a little more PDA. You could pretend we're married. A little more. Just yeah. maybe once. Yeah. <laughs> He's gotten better about it, but um, he is, like, so worried about everybody else and them getting their stuff together. And then, so the crew comes from Mississippi, so they're always really pumped to mm-hmm. go out and drink in St. Pete. And he didn't really explain to me that, like, we were going to go out. He didn't tell you? Like, to St. Yeah. Like, and we, like, I can't remember if we, like, went home real quick mm-hmm. and probably, like, you know, like, did our thing and then, like, went back out or if that was a different year. But, like, basically it was, like, he's, like, I got to go, like, be with the crew. And at first in our new relationship, I looked at that as very much like a, 
oh, you don't care that I'm here. I'm, like, not valued. Like, yeah. And I just learned that that's just part of his personality, that he was so... He wants to make sure everyone else is okay. And then, like, the days that followed, like, you know, after he was home, he was like, I'm so sorry. I just, like, I just, like, wanted... I didn't know what to do. Like, he kind of feels, like, pulled in two directions. Yeah. He feels like he has to make sure that everybody has a great time and that everyone's managed and... I can definitely see that from so, him. Yeah, we're yeah. stuck at Ferg's, and I'm, like, talking to these, like, scientists. Like, they, they're all talking about shit that I don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, many of them are not very social people, so it's, like, painful. He's, like, over here talking to this person. I'm, like, trying to talk to this person, and I'm, like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. And I remember telling Lauren, I was, like, you, li- you lied to me. I don't know what happened. But yeah, it was like, you know, you're like, you lied, like, that is love you, but you and, lied. But it's just like, it was, it's just the way that he has to close out his trip, you know? And now we, just under, yeah. now we're, now we're better about it, you know? And we're like, you know, we're going to make time for us because I know that like closing out that time, because they, they literally are on that boat for two weeks, like not yeah. able to do anything they get to blow so they off need steam. to yeah they need that time it's almost like the end of the trip so i yeah. kind of look at it like and he's always like thank you so much for understanding like you know yeah. just like took time no he's to lovely it. about it but i was very pissed at first yeah and i took it as a reflection of our relationship and i realized that that's not us like yeah that's just what he needs it's to relative do. yeah yeah yeah, I can understand that. Um, so do you guys have any golden rules in your relationship in regards to, like, we can't go to bed angry or we have to kiss or say I love you after before we leave the house or, like, you know, something like that? Do you guys have a golden rule, one that maybe you don't even talk about? Um, I think that we uh, we should. I feel like you guys probably do have one, but it's just something that's just so normal to you. Yeah. We, we go to bed mad. Oh, yeah. And Same. I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but we're both very stubborn and, like, hot-tempered people. Mostly me. <laughs> I love um, that you're like, it's me. But we will, we will, when we leave each other, we always will say, I love you. Like, if we. Yeah. Even if we're mad. Which is good. You know. I think that's a good golden rule for you guys. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've kind of talked about it, touch-based on it in regards to the fact that you've known me and Dylan together and all of that throughout our relationship. Is there anything that you see that's very different in our relationship, obviously with him being gone, that may or may not affect my relationship with you, our relationship as a couple with you and Ryan? Oh, I mean, I think it's probably the same thing that affects y'all's relationship in general. I think it's hard to balance... Mm-hmm. friendships when you have that kind of a schedule. Yeah. Because, you know? I mean, obviously I, I go kind of MIA when Dylan's do. home. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, I have to spend time with him. Right, right. Well, he's he's a priority. Yeah. Which is, like, very understandable. And then I know that you guys always, like, try to, like, include people and be like, hey, we're going to, like, go here yeah. if you can make it. But that's really, like, that's all that you should be required to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if y'all can come and meet us here, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And like, I feel like you guys, and, for and the people, most part, do it, though. People can show up if they want yeah. to. But, like, you don't, you don't have to necessarily make time for people in that way because your time is so limited. I, and I do think, like, I think that when he's gone, I think that sometimes you even need, like, some decompression time. Yeah. Where you will still kind of like permitted mm-hmm. a little bit you know a little bit yeah a lot of it like I literally need someone to be like you're coming out I'm like oh yeah. okay well and I never know like personally like I I never really know like when to do that for you so I think for me it's not so much that I think the invite is always nice yeah, yeah. It's which I try to do that. Which you do. And I always know that you, it's always okay that you say no. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is like, I just, I like being invited because there might be a moment where I'm like, you know what? I need to do this. I need to go out. I need to be with people. I need to be with my friends. Um, and you're always lovely if I'm like, listen, I want to be alone in my feelings. And you are always, I get that. and you're always lovely about it. And that's the thing is like, that's why I love our group because if I'm like, hey, 
No. But I do want to do more stuff where we hang out or, like, I come to your house and we have dinner. Like, I love our drunken days where we day drink and Ryan cooks us noodles and stuff. And Ryan's like, cool, I have more food for you, Nicole, now that you're here. And I'm like, this sounds great. Yeah. Thanks. You want to play music? I know. You want to DJ? Now Katrina's like, I want to come over for ramen. Oh, no. Okay. No, she does. She was like, he made you ramen. I was like, I don't remember that. I think it did happen. Yeah. Like, I almost remember it, but we were drunk. Yeah. And we were day drinking us. I do love our days like that. I do. And I love it. And, like, I want to do more of it. Not the drinking doesn't have to be part of it, but it definitely will be. Um, (laughs) But I do want to do that. Let's let's be real honest about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll be nice, especially, like, Katrina definitely wants to spend more time with you as well. She loves hanging out with you. And she invited me to come out with you guys. I was like... I just need a night. Yeah. I also yeah. had therapy, so. Yeah. Needed it. Actually need a minute after that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't think I want to come out after that. Plus, I'm like editing and like stuff like that. So, I was yeah. like, I need some time. But next time. Yeah. Although I, I love having her like this side of town. I do too. Know? And I'm excited that she's going to try to find a place here. She said there's a couple apartments near here that she's looking at, which okay. is good. And I'm excited. Hopefully she'll find a house yeah. for her and Callie. But yeah. um, we're definitely sidetracking again. So yeah. sorry. Um, well, we're coming to the close. I want to say thank you for this extremely long episode. Yeah. <laughs> that will probably be a three-parter, which I'm totally happy about because I feel like I – I knew a lot. Yeah. I learned so much more, and I love it. I love talking to you clearly. Um, you're definitely coming back. I actually have another episode that I already have planned for you okay. that we're going to do together. Is it uh, themed? It is themed, and I can't wait. Um, but let's end it with a question that we're going to end every podcast with. Okay. What is one hope you have for your future self, either for you personally or your relationship? Oh, um, I think for, oh, that's so, I know that's why I picked it. a loaded question. It is. That's why I picked it. I feel like for me, so the first thing that popped into my head for me personally is just contentedness. Yeah. I felt very unsettled and frustrated since the pandemic and totally understandable I'm still trying to find my way in my career path Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's really opening up and it's like it's getting there Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good things on the horizon but I don't feel as like settled and like good about where I am professionally as I would like to be at this age Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to be patient and understand that like you know, it comes. everything happens in time. Um, and then for our relationship, you know, like, we, for us to just kind of always, like, maintain the level of understanding that, like, we give to each other. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, Ryan and I are, we butt heads a lot. Mm-hmm. We probably wouldn't have never worked out if we met each other in our 20s and I you know I say this all the time and we're at opposite ends of the zodiac we're very like wait what is he he's a Libra I thought that was a good match for us Mm -mm. it will I love that you're like "Mm -mm." so it's literally like this okay like on the wheel and it if you read about it in relationships like in love it's basically says this could either be really great or really terrible okay wonderful and it's sort of like a choose your own adventure kind of thing yeah. right where it's i mean like, that's kind of how and we have these we do i've i've never argued with a partner this much i've never felt jealous of a partner this much but i have learned more about myself and we work we work with it like we really have to step back and like you know so i guess i just hope that if things get harder, that we still maintain that level. And you continue like, to work. We're going to pull back and we're going to continue to, like, put that effort in to, like, really yeah. continue to understand each other. I think And to travel more, uh, you know? Yes. We want us to travel more. Well, I think all of that is beautiful. I love your story, obviously. That's why I had you on here yeah. for 
almost hours. three hours. <laughs> um, well, cheers to you and you, your future. Thank you so much. I'm so love you. For this Me too. Well, everyone, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we'll tune in next week. You can find the Part-Time Wife podcast with Nicole wherever you get your favorite podcast every Tuesday. And you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok, the part underscore time wife to get updates about when new episodes are airing and any bonus material that you can find on Patreon whenever it's going to be released. Um, Patreon was created for our supporters to support the show and also get some exclusive bonus material, um, including the video portion of this podcast, as well as extra little bonuses um, throughout the month. You can find that at Patreon or on Patreon um, for The Part-Time Wife. Uh, you can also support our show by subscribing and rating our podcast on Apple Podcasts so that we can move up on in the charts. And you can also share with your friends and let us know that you loved our podcast. Um, thank you for listening. And remember, my dear listener, you deserve all of the happiness. Bye.